Welcome to the Known Legacy Podcast, by Dads for Dads, coming at you from the Lone Star State Cigar Shop in Allen, Texas. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your host, Bill and Travis. I had a conversation this week, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed these podcasts, and I know you have too. I I was reminded of the uh, crap storm that a lot of guys uh, are currently living in or living through. And while we have a lot of humor and we talk about a lot of good stuff, I think a lot of guys are just in the midst of the battle for literally their life in some ways. A buddy of mine um, got the dream job a few weeks back. Like a month and a half ago, two months, he started, I think, at the new year. And uh, he, he just loved it. He loved everything about it. Um, last week he got uh, kind of a, a reprimand from the owner of the company, like, "Hey, we need this improvement, this improvement, that improvement." And you know, he's like, "Man, it was hard to hear, but you know, yeah, that, that's kind of what we do." Yeah. Monday he rolls into the office and he's informed that he needs to pack up everything because he's fired. Wow. And so Why? this what guy, was the rationale? Anything? I I don't know. I haven't talked to him yet, but but I know that for anyone who is in that situation, um, we have a lot of value from our jobs. Yeah, and there is a uh, fear, depression, you name it, that kind of comes in when the guys that you're trying to connect with and teach and, and train and everything else all of a sudden say, "No, you're done." And so I know just for him, uh, the the amount of struggle he's going through right now has got to be so crazy and intense. Yeah. And so I guess that's for us, Bill and I, what we wanted to talk about today, just on the one-off podcast, is. Um, Not about five steps to improve, not about what to do, but just to remind you how God sees you. Because there's a lot of guys that are just absolutely in in, in a moment of brokenness and literally fighting for their lives. And they need to hear this stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, I've been having some conversations. I've had many conversations. And I guess that's where my frustration comes in right now is um, when 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 I mean frustration, I don't mean I'm mad at people. I'm just frustrated in my spirit because I feel like I see so many guys who who uh, are in the middle of a struggle, whether it's they're struggling in their marriage and they're ready to call it quits or right. they're, they're, they're pursuing after what they believe God's pursuit, you know, called them to do, and, and it's not showing up. It's not coming to fruition. Right. And so I get so frustrated because they just want to throw in the towel. And I've been there before. Oh, yeah. And, I get, and I'll be there again. So oh, I guess yeah. maybe this is for us as much as it's for Absolutely. anybody else. But, but, uh, but I get so, like, burdened up with it because I, cause I look in the Scriptures and I see... I see in, in, in Joshua, right. When he's going to take down Jericho and God says, <laughs> dude, by the way, if you haven't read that story, I encourage you to, to look at Joshua one, one through five or so. And it is absolute crazy story. Yeah. Well, crazy yeah, story. Joshua, and, it's in Joshua six when he actually takes right. The yeah, battle of Jericho. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's great to read. Joshua's a great book. Anyways, it's like one of the, one of like the brave heart books of the Bible. You're right. I love it. And so, so, so here he is and he's got to take down this giant city and, and essentially, long story short, he's got to march around it right. six, one, one time for six days. And then on the seventh day, march around it seven times. Seven times. Yep. And then he's got to shout. And then from there. And get the all the people to follow him in yes, that shout. Yes. Like, like follow him in his quote unquote madness at right. that point. Could you imagine the other military leaders in his camp <laughs> and in his group would be like, so let me get this straight, Joshua. This is our plan. Yeah. Should we sharpen our swords? No. Just bring a pot. Just bring some bowls. We're going to break them, and it'll work. <laughs> and it'll work. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely Why? Because God told me to. <laughs> right. It'd be nice if God told the rest of us. Exactly. No, he just told me. He just told me. 
And so, so I guess I look at this, and it sounds crazy. And where you are in your situation with your, with your spouse or with your dream or with your work or with just a, something in your life that's there, it's probably at that, that's eh, crazy. It's not going to happen. And we begin to accept the lies. And I get so frustrated with those times in my own life because of when I've given up. Right. And I've not accepted right. the truth. And so I guess today we want to cast, cast truth on you guys, if that makes sense. We want to cast truth on who you guys are and what God's called you because we can sit here and go, you guys got it. You just got to <laughs> do it. Just go and do it. And uh, and be like the ever seen that swing uh, for the fence. You haven't. It's like that Shia LaBeouf, like just do it. (laughs) You're like, first thing, where'd you get the rat tail from? Second thing, (laughs) what is wrong with you, Shia LaBeouf? We're we're not Shia LaBeouf. Um, We want to give you the words that God cast upon you and cast upon us. And I guess is what we want to share today. Right. And I think going back to the story of Joshua, like you can see, like day one. The optimism and the excitement. They're like, yeah, we're finally doing something. We're in the promised land. This is great. Yeah. And how that transforms through day six of like, really? Yeah. Nothing is changing. Nothing. Nothing is happening. Here I am being faithful. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm fighting the good fight. I'm getting after it. And nothing has changed. And for six days now, we've had the same routine and there seems to be no hope. And I can only imagine the internal struggle Joshua, as well as every single person there, had on day six, yeah. thinking, "This is stupid." Yeah, the, I, I tap out, give up. Let me go back to my own ways. Let me go back to my own reasoning, and I'll just make it work because this is insanity. Yeah, yeah. And 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 God's like, "No, I want to take you to that six day moment when you want to give up, when you think all hope is lost, and I want to do something amazing on day seven. But you've yeah. got to get through day six first. Yeah. You've got to get there and just trust. I am God. I know you. I know the situation. And I am preparing a way for you. So just be bold in day six because day seven is just around the corner. And that's it. And I, I think a lot of guys are in day six right now. They're in day, day, day six trying to figure out, you know, I want to just give up. Uh, she She doesn't seem like she wants to come back. Nothing's changed. She's... She's not who she used to be, or the dream isn't isn't close to grip. You know, there's nothing going on financially. It's not good. I'm not seeing a change. I'm not seeing any changes right. whatsoever. We're gonna cast some truth on you today because we need it too. I think I need it right now. Right. As my as, as I'm burdened for my brothers in the battle, who you know I hear every year guys that I know, and and people that others know who are who are in full time ministry are just like I'm done. Yeah. And they give up. Burned and out. And they get frustrated, and and things are not good. And so we want to encourage you guys and encourage ourselves with, with some truth. You know, I was reading through, and I've got my, 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 my papers here. Um, you know, Matthew 18, 21 you to 22. Came today. I came prepared. Well done. Well yeah. done. First time it's ever, first really. First time. Actually. Pat myself on the back. <laughs> a couple things. Jesus is on the cross. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's about to die. And, uh, and people are mocking him. And, and he is our greatest example. And so I look at this, and in Luke 23, uh, Jesus literally says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Oh. He, he casts forgiveness at the last minute when he could have been like— And these are the guys that nailed him to the cross. These are the guys that yeah. whipped him and beat him yeah. and spit on him and mocked him. and so Gave him like that vinegar these, stuff and right, to try and eat. Hurled everything at, at him, the most vitriol you could imagine. You know, it's like he posted something on Twitter— that was like so innocent, and now the world is like crashing on him. Yeah, and he turns to them and goes, 
forgive them, dude. They don't even know. They don't even know what they're doing. Forgive them. Yeah. But I think even in that time, we, we, we can disassociate ourselves from that being our spouse or that being the current situation. And we can say we need to protect ourselves. And I right. understand that. I understand that. So be gracious when you're hearing this. To those who have gone through a, a situation like a divorce and things like this, we're not casting a blame on you. We're not. We're not casting a a um, a feeling that you should feel bad right now. That's right. not what I'm doing. Right. What I'm saying is, I know guys who are like, I know in me, I should keep fighting right. for this, whatever this is. Right. We want to talk to you today. We want to talk to the you that's going. I know I'm supposed to fight, but everybody around me is telling me to just give up. Right. And I just don't see that in the Bible. Right. <laughs> right. Remember that time when God said, "Hey, this is going to be really hard, so you should probably just take it out. Just take a breather. <laughs> just give up." Just, just give, up. give up. Peter, you're going to sink eventually, so don't even get out of the Don't boat. even give don't it a even shot. Don't even try and give don't it even a give shot. It a shot. Don't, you know what? You're going to get all wet from head to toe anyways. Just stay safe. You know, it's funny. It's even speaking of Peter, in the parable uh, in Matthew 18, uh, I think it's, verse, it's in the verse 20s, 21, 22, 23, something like that. But he asked the question, Jesus, how many times should I forgive him? Like seven oh, times? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he uh, wanted the number. Seven? Exactly. Because then when I hit seven, I can go rage monster exactly you know? like i can i can you know go back and and be angry and go i gave you this many times but jesus says no i mean 70 times seven and what he was really saying was always always forgive them now does that mean that you're that you're like a doormat no no but i love it one, one of my one of my brothers in 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 the battle i'll say has he deals with with homeless people Right. And uh, and I love it. He has a he has a homeless ministry that he that he helps start. And he's he said Billy goes, he goes. God didn't command me to love them until they changed. He just commanded me to love them. Correct. And I'm like, oh. and so many times we are like, well, I'll love until I see something, and then if not, then I back up. Right. And and I and right now in the midst of it, we're we're probably not seeing anything. It's day six, the wall's not falling. People are frustrating and grumbling behind me because they're like, man, this guy is a lunatic. Someone's starting to talk and whisper in your ear, just take care of yourself. Stay you care of yourself. yourself. Come up with your exit strategy because this isn't going to work. I mean, yeah. yes, it might work, but it's not going to work. So make sure you, you, you shore up the bank accounts. You shore up the housing situation. You shore up all this other stuff yeah. and just get ready to run. Yeah. And it's like, and kind of you get protective, which I understand, but there's this other side that I, it's one, one of my other brothers uh, in the battle kept telling me, Bill, I don't want to fight darkness with darkness. Right. I want to fight darkness with light. And I'm going, how do we do that? So here are some thoughts that I've got, that we've got, I guess. And I would say, you know, the scripture is very clear to say that, that, that don't look at the speck in your brother's eye until you deal with the log in your own. Correct. And so you're going, I, you know, my spouse, I, I, right now I'm going to talk about the whole rough separation, divorcing situation. Um, you know, well, my spouse doesn't want to go to counseling. Okay, that's okay. Deal with the log in your own eye. You go to counseling and you, you show God, hey, I'm, I'm going to try this and I'm going to challenge myself because we're not perfect either. So for them to, for them to come back to us is like in the state that we're in is, not, is, is no healthier than, than them just getting fixed. Right. You know, we, we, need, to, we need to fix ourselves and go, when, when I mean fix ourselves, we need to challenge and say, God, like it says in Psalm 139, examine my heart. Examine my heart, and then, and that's how we examine it. We go, God, let me go to, let me get some counseling on my own. Christian counseling right. is, what I was, is what I would recommend. Some kind of counseling where it is based in the truth of God's word, not just, well, how do you feel about that? Right. How do you well, feel? Well, and, and, and I think a lot of times we'll go to our friends, 
And our friends are a great uh, source of encouragement. The problem with encouragement is they often tell us what they think we want to hear, yeah. not what we need to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a great counselor will, will pull out of us through, through solid questions what we actually need to hear from ourselves and what we need to hear from others. You know, not yeah. what we want, what we need to hear. Yeah. And, and I think that's why, again, like, um, we, I had this great couple and, uh, no one knew they were going through struggles until all of a sudden one day they just announced that they were getting divorced. And I'm like, Oh, why wouldn't you invite me into that kind of conversation? Why wouldn't you invite someone into that conversation to try and help navigate that a little bit better than just like, ah, oh, we're tagging out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, and that's what, it, you know, and I guess hopefully I'm not sounding too frustrated, but my, my heart is, I just, we just want to cast truth on this because it so frustrates me. You guys are, are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are uniquely made to do something no one else is designed to do on this earth. Right. But we have accepted the failure in us because the enemy is just speaking those lies a drip at a time. You're a failure. You're never going to change. She's never going to change. It's He's never going to change. Yeah. And the cast so, has been set. Yeah. And so I guess that, that's where I go back to of just, you know, a couple things. You know, uh, d- divorce is just a piece of paper. At this point, maybe I'm being really bold and saying that, but in our culture, in our yeah. culture, divorce is, is a piece of paper. And so if we said, well, I've been divorced and God, you could never reconcile this. That, that's a lie. Right. God, you can redeem this. You can redeem this piece of ink and and, you know, and whatever I was going to say papyrus, but it's not made of papyrus anymore <laughs> um, of, of paper and go, God, you can redeem this. You're bigger than this and begin to cast that truth on yourself. You know, and then also in the midst of this, you know, I'm going to speak to the guys at this point. And, and, you know, I'll speak to the ladies too. Ladies, if your husband has walked away and you're like, but I'm called to love him. You know, the day that you, that you got married, and I'm sorry I'm going back to the divorce thing. Right. But I feel like it's, it, it's a big spike of emotion. So we can put in, you know, dreams or desires or anything in there and we're, we're walking towards these and we're not seeing any change. And we're like, do I just give up based on the current situation? And for us to begin to, or to continue to pursue after, I'm going to be an example. I'm going to go down swinging. Right. That's essentially it. So when I go, like, go down swinging in this idea of, I'm going to do all I can to be honorable in the sight of God. Not go down swinging as in, I'm going to take her, take him or take her down with me. But I'm going to go down being the honorable one, not as a one-up. Because I know right now there's a lot of ways that we could use this in like a bitterness state. Not as a one-up to go, I'm going to be better than them, but I'm going to love them just like, you said, just like you said earlier, like Christ loves the church. Right. And so I believe our goal in this situation is to encourage you to go stop believing every lie, all of them. Begin to accept the truth of who you are. And I guess that's it. I want to just cast some truth. So I don't know if you have any scriptures you want to share I with do, these man. guys. I do, man. It's uh, the, the one that, that I wrestled with this morning because I knew we were going to talk about this is from First uh, Timothy 6, and he says this, but you, man of God, and I love how he sets that up. He, he reminds us of our true identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, but you, husband. He doesn't say, but you, father. He doesn't say, but you, employee or employer. He says, you, man of God, the creator of the universe, the one who parted the Red Sea, the one who heals the blind, the one who, you know, brings, uh, you know, hears the, heals the mute, you know, yeah. that same God, you are one of his. Yeah. And so he goes, but you, man of God, Flee from all of this, the lies that we hear, the, the, uh, the, the distortions that our friends will, will sometimes pour into us. And he says, and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. 
fight the good fight of the faith. That's awesome. You know, fight the good fight of the faith. Don't just fight for the things that you see. Fight for the things that God has promised. Yeah. You know, and yeah. when God has promised something, there's a there's there's huge moments of faith where you're like going, man, I might not see that today. It's day six, but God has promised that Jericho and the walls will fall. Yeah. So I'm going to step out on day seven, and I'm going to put in seven times around the city, and I'm going to do what God has called me to do, and I'm going to trust him with the results. So pursue faith. Yeah. You know, and I, I just love that. Fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. So, um, you know, there, there's a few verses that came to mind to me that we've talked about. Ephesians 2.10 says that you're a masterpiece. Right. Psalm 139 says that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, I'm reading through some of these scriptures. God, in John 10, said he came to have, to, so that we may have life and have it abundantly. God has more for us. Now, again, not just riches, not just fame, not no. just those things. It has nothing to do with that nothing, stuff. Nothing, exactly. Nothing to do with that stuff. Because um, <clears throat> I would say that we're, we're both not in a state where we're, we're multimillionaires. And, um, <laughs> not yet. I'm going to throw that but out there. But we are open for sponsors. We are open. <laughs> Anyone want to sponsor us, we'd be more than happy. Shameless plug. <laughs> but I, w- I would say when the abundant life comes in, it, it's the day that I know that I, can, that, I, that I can close my eyes at the end of my life and know that I've done well as a good and faithful servant of honoring my wife, of honoring my kids, of pursue, helping them pursue the heart of who God is, and seeing that happen because on my worst day, with no money, I've still got this family that I can come around. Right. And we want that for you. And But the thing is, we so, time, so many times accept the lies the enemy's thrown at us and not this idea that we're, allowed, that we're able to have an abundant life. Right. <clears throat> um, Romans 8, 37. We're more than conquerors through him who loved us. First um, John four nineteen. We, we've talked about this. We are loved by God. We're formed by him in Psalm 139. It says, we've been formed, you, for you form my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. He didn't make you an accident. So there's this purpose to who you are, and we've stopped accepting this purpose and said, I'm a failure. We're not a failure. Right. We cannot be anymore as a child of God. And when I mean that, we cannot live in, the, in, in this false identity that we're a failure. Things happen, and we have setbacks, but we are not a failure we're God's kid, and he's that in love with us. Um, we are, you know, Second uh, Corinthians 5, 17, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. So stop accepting the lies from yesterday. If you said, God, I'm your child now, and right. this is who I am. This is what's been cast on me. Right. And I guess I just want to encourage you to keep fighting. It's worth the fight. It's worth the fight. Stop giving up because you got to know that there's at least two guys who are for you and are praying for you and believe that God has something greater for you. And it's not just because we believe it and we just hope. It's not, it's not a Disney movie that right. we say, well, I just, if I just <laughs> believe it enough, I can be an American idol. That's not it. Right. It's as I hold true to what is true, God's word, and right. I say, God, I know you sing over me. I know you find me fearfully and wonderfully made. Help me to be the warrior. And you said it earlier, Joshua 1.9. What did you say? You be said, bold and courageous. Be bold and courageous. Do not be afraid. I am the Lord your God, and I go before you. That, and I think, and, 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 and you know, and I think what you're talking about is, uh, um, and I, I want to give a warning here. When we're saying going down swinging and keep fighting, it doesn't mean do more activity. It doesn't mean try harder necessarily. What I th- what I would say it means is, um, man, maybe maybe for a while it's just stopping and being still. Yeah. And listening to God and what God has to say to you. Because maybe there's some wounds that yeah. have built up over time. Maybe there's some patterns that have built up over time. Maybe there's some logs in your eyes that God has been trying to get rid of, but we've been too busy. We've yeah. surrounded ourselves with too much noise, and we have forgotten to just be still. 
and listen to God's voice because yeah. God is always speaking to us. The Spirit, if you've been baptized, you have the Spirit of God in you. It is not something you achieve. It's not something you pursue. It is a gift to you. And that Spirit continues to communicate and continues to tell you the Word of God. Yeah. And so I think that's our heart is saying, man, here's the fight. Be reminded of who God sees you as, not who the world is telling you and not the lies and the noise that keeps reminding you of something different. And so, you know, when we talk about go down fighting, maybe it means start to spend some time alone with God again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess that's it. Like it's, it's just stopping, you know, Psalm uh, Psalm 46, 10, it says, be still and know that I'm God. But in, in the Greek, it actually says to cease striving. So that's the first thing for us to just stop. That's part of the fight. God, help me, help me take a take a breath, um, and then from there, God, assess me. You know, look at where I'm at, examine my heart. Like Psalm 139 says, examine my heart. Give Him authority to examine your heart, right. and then say, God, help me to be be examined by You, so that You can begin to to refine and change me, and I, and walk in those promises. And again, this is not name it and claim it. This may be you never get what you want. But this is also an example for those who come after you. Because if you've got kids and they're watching all of this, they're watching you pursue your dreams and pursue the heart of your spouse who has walked away. But what they're going to see, what they're going to see is a, is, is a mom or a dad who has lived honorably and said, I have chosen to love till the day that I die. Right. Regardless of the outcome. Right. And that's the encouragement I think we want to bring to you today. Keep fighting. It's worth it. In fact, there's, there's a really, really good, good song you got to check out from a band called Unspoken. And uh, they have a song called Good Fight. You got to check it out because it's, it's all about this battle that this never ends. So take some time, listen to that song, stop, pray, ask the Father, God, examine my heart so that I can be all I need to be for you and that I'm honorable in this and I bring honor to you by what I do. Right. Um, Christ calls us to love our wives uh, the way that he loves the church. Yeah. And I think as you see how God loved the church, um, a great story from the Old Testament, um, the story of Hosea, is a great example of that. Um, if you don't know the story of Hosea, Hosea was a prophet. He's a minor prophet, which means the book that he wrote wasn't that long. And, uh, and this was basically God's command. Hey, Hosea, there's a prostitute. Yeah. I want you to go marry her. Okay? Yeah. So that's the illustration. God saying to us, hey, you guys are all in love with and sleeping around with me and my covenant with you. I'm going to go marry you. And that's what Christ did with his, with his actions on the cross as he married us. Right. Yeah. So then the prostitute, his wife decides to go back to her old ways and he wants to give up. And God goes, nope, do not give up on her. Go back and pay whatever the price to marry her again. And that's what he does. And I think it's a great example for us of how Christ loves us, even when we fall back into our sin, even when we fall back into our mistakes, even when we fall back into our rebellion, God goes, I am willing to pay whatever it costs to get you back. Yeah. And I think as we, we, we take comfort in that, we take um, hopefully uh, joy and peace in that, and then he encourages us as we begin to understand that this is how I want you to love others. Yeah. Whatever the cost, let them know that they're loved. Whatever the cost, let them know that you haven't given up on them because Christ has never given up on you. Yeah. Um, and you had talked about, you know, forgiveness and, and, and accepting that forgiveness of Christ or realizing that forgiveness of Christ. And I think, you know, the whole forgiveness thing, 
you know, why is God so passionate about forgiveness? And I think it's because he realizes when we don't forgive, the only person that hurts is us. Yeah. It doesn't hurt the other person. It just destroys us from the inside. It is like a poison. It is like a cancer that destroys us from the inside. And so when he says to Peter, forgive 70 times 7, what he's saying is you have to have that posture. Otherwise, you will be destroyed by bitterness, by revenge, by vengeance, by just second guessing. You have got to forgive so that I can bring the healing that I've promised to bring to you. Mm, That's good stuff. Well, guys, we just want to just encourage you. We're thankful for you. We are, we are praying for you. In fact, I want to I want to offer this to you too. So we've I've got a couple pages of scripture that that we use at one of our you know at our conferences. Right. And if you want this, I'd be more than happy to send this to you in a PDF form so that you can have just a start because there's a lot more scripture in God's word that shares that. But this is just a start to go. Here's some truths that I can accept about who I am, about who God is, and kind of the future of of where of where I'm going. And we want to give this to you. So all I need from you is just to email us info at knownlegacy.org. And I'll send this to you in a PDF form. Right. Uh, so you can hang this on your fridge. You can put it in your Bible. You can look at it every day and begin to feast on this because we want you to know that you're you're not alone in the battle and that we're for you. Right. And this is how we can be for you and praying for you. Know that we're praying for you guys. Absolutely. We're thankful for you. Have a great day. God bless you. Guys. Keep fighting the good. Keep fighting the good. Keep fighting.